Hi everyone, welcome back to Two Pink Clowns. I'm Faith. And I'm Caitlin. And this is the middle school episode. Disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, Caitlin and I obviously had different experiences since we went to different schools. I don't know if we would have been friends in middle school. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not really sure about you were a band kid. I'd probably be like, are you a band kid? <laughs> be like, ew, stop that. Trombone, stop that. Because most yeah. trombone players are also, like, the, it's a stereotype a lot like trumpet players, where they're very, like, egotistical in a way. Though, like, in my experience in my school, I have not met a single one like that. We're all very shy, I think, most of us. <laughs> and we're not overconfident in our abilities, per se. Oh, I... I understand that. Yeah. I am. <laughs> <laughs> or at least to a degree. Um, but, yeah. Speaking of friends, what were your friends like in middle school? Because middle school is like, it can be you start to develop friendships that you'll make in high school, or you don't. <laughs> um, so what, what was that like for you? Well, where I started from, I was very alone for the first year. Um, coming from my elementary school, I only know, knew about two people in my, in my main classes from elementary school and I wasn't close with them at all. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, I found myself pretty lonely, uh, in class, but I would eat lunch with like friends from elementary school and a couple other friends that I had just made. And so that was sixth grade then seventh grade I tried to be with like the cool kids not like the cool kids but a group of kids I thought was cool children yeah who was um my uh elementary school best friend was part of that group and so I decided that if they were good enough for her I maybe should try and make friends with them too and so that sort of like at lunch led to um they did not like me and like my other friend my other friend from best friend from elementary school was also kind of joining in on that trying to make friends with these people Mm -hmm. um and I would try to put myself in the center of conversation so I could talk to them make friends with them you know but they would always tell me to move switch seats with people so that they could have their own group and I would always be left out and the same for my my other friend and um we kind of got a little mad because because the because because our other friend who was like part of that group never did anything about it never said anything about how they treated us or what they thought of us and so later like in a couple months into the school year we found out that they really didn't like us at all and so we left that we left that table and then we found our like our official friend group of middle school so it was about it was six girls and we all ate lunch together and all that and so that was, and, and that we maintained for, was that me or you? What do you mean? Did you hear anything? There might be a lawnmower outside. But... <laughs> no, I just heard a beep. I think that was my, um, I think that was me. As I said, timer. I'll keep going and then I'll, I'll, okay, I'll let you listen it, guys. No, I'll let you take the stage for um for your segment after, or you'll talk about your friends and then uh you know Gravity Falls. Or lack thereof. Yeah. <laughs> but 
but yeah, it continued through middle school and then maybe like half a year into high school. But we could get into that in this episode or maybe even another time because woo, we don't have time to unpack all of that. No. Um, so how did your friendships develop in like middle school? Um. So fifth grade, terrible. Because <laughs> I would do this thing where I would try to be friends with um like with new people so it's like clean slate you know uh and that didn't work when the new person moved halfway through the school year leaving me at least in fifth grade without a friend um so i ended up joining a table of you know girls who would just constantly make fun of me (laughs) yep Uh, i've been there (laughs) yeah um I remember sometimes I had lunch with my teacher because she's like, oh, you know, and your friends to sit with? I'm like, yeah, but like, I'm too cool for that. Might as well come here. Uh, it was nice for her letting me stay there. <laughs> uh, I remember once there wasn't room at the table, so I just went and ate lunch in the bathroom by myself. Um, and honestly, it didn't, it doesn't like bother me now, obviously, but it feels weird looking back and being like, huh, you could have used someone. <laughs> Um, sixth grade, I did make, like, I sort of just joined the theater group people, because they were nice to me. I didn't do theater, but, uh, I made friends there. Uh, one of my close friends I met there, and we sort of, we weren't close among the years, but, like, once COVID hit, because we lived kind of close to each other, uh, we hung out more. Um, but, yeah, it's just, things were weird in the middle school. <laughs> Like, too much drama, too much people caring. <laughs> and it was really just a transitional phase from, uh, like, elementary school to high school. Because it's like, you know, you're not really old and you shouldn't swear yet, but you're not a baby. <laughs> yeah, that's what it can be. Actually, my middle school friend group, like, we thought we were cool. We would swear, like, excessively. It's the only way I know you're cool. Yeah. <laughs> what is happening over there? Over here? Yeah. Let hygiene. <laughs> Washing my face. Oh. Oh, okay. The you wash your face before dance? I wash it when it gets oily and disgusting. It's not just before dance. Fair enough. <laughs> okay, this is the chaotic episode, guys. Yeah. Chaotic episode. It's laundry time. Uh, the timer I set, you guys, was for my laundry, so I have to go put my sheets in the dryer. Fun times. Hey. Gotta remember to take my ID, otherwise I'm gonna get locked out of the building. College. No college for me. <laughs> Not yet. Uh, but, yeah. No, middle school, it was fine overall and useless. And everyone can agree that seventh grade sucks. Yeah. Uh, I remember I would have friends. I didn't really have a political footing because I'm a child. <laughs> But they'd be like, you know, they would try to be like, Faith, Trump, Faith, Hillary. And like, yeah, two of my friends would like drag me back and forth. And it's like, guys, gravity falls. <laughs> that, that is what I care about right now. It's like, oh, Trump's going to build a wall. But Hillary is going to make sure women have rights. And I'm like, I like the funky triangle man. <laughs> the funky triangle man on TV. Do you want to get into Gravity Falls while I switch? Not the to show itself, more just like how it affected me as a person, because it really solidified uh, 
the way I did art and the like also ASMR. Yeah, I definitely see my it. Hair. <laughs> I definitely see it in your art style. You sent me something as a graduation gift. That was the podcast, and I could see the inspiration. Yeah, that that painting took. I don't know how long it took because time isn't real anymore. Uh, but I remember it took me a while to like finish it, and it wasn't because it was hard. It was because I was motivated, was unmotivated sometimes. Um, but I did put a lot of thought into it. <laughs> I could tell there was a lot. <laughs> it's like um, damn it, my AirPods. I guess that's going thing. on the Instagram now. Oh yeah, um, that painting. I think I do have a picture of it. Yeah. Just made the boop the boop boop sound. <laughs> died. How do you like this audio, guys? Laundry yeah. sound. There's a clip from JD Animations where she's recording the car as a joke to someone in a group project. She was. Oh with. yeah, you sent me that video because I was frustrated about my group project. <laughs> we should include the clip where she's like, "Guys, wow, check out this great audio." <laughs> yeah, but I'll read it. Um, with my art and like Gravity Falls and stuff, I got, I got really into, um, fan art. Cause I would talk about a lot of fan theories with all my friends. Uh, and like, uh, she watched other shows too, you know, as a child does, <laughs> but you know, we would always talk about the little nuances of Gravity Falls specifically. And I remember once I'm like, oh, you know what I could make her? I could like make her a drawing of like you know some gravity falls stuff as like a gift or something so I remember I like started working on it when I was in a car ride somewhere uh which explains why it looks so bad in retrospect (laughs) um and you know I brought it to school to like work on and then like I remember like some lunch Mario looked over my shoulder she's like no way you drew that I'm like yeah (laughs) uh and she was like, that's really good. And, like, everyone's looking. I'm like, oh, that's really good. And, like, I hadn't told my friend that this was supposed to be a gift for her. But I'm like, maybe I'll keep it. <laughs> uh, it's like, I'll get you, I'll get you something else. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, it basically just became, like, hey, I'm really good at this. And I really like the show. Like, I was obsessed. Like, I, I had my own theories. I wrote fan fiction once. <laughs> as one does uh i remember like emailing my friend because we didn't text back then i'm like wouldn't it be crazy if this was exactly what happened in the episode and she's like yeah faith no <laughs> she's like you're you're not no. <laughs> you can't just see into the future there um but no the little there was so much to like unpack with the show i remember the show was what got me into looking at, into stuff like comic-con i thought that was the coolest thing in the world i it was like my dream to go and like you know meet the creator and stuff and like you know mail him all my fan art uh and my fan art was mostly just I would look up um like screenshots from the show or I remember my I have two really big projects that I worked on while in middle school and it was um it's important one of them is important because the middle school part but one of them was my like dollhouse like mystery shack that I built over one summer and then the following summer I made this giant poster of all the villains in the show um but yeah (laughs) 
Uh, and that poster, the only reason I made it was so it could get hung up in the library because you can send in art to be hung up in the library. And uh, like once I started sending in my art, it got like you, people can write in nice comments about it. Oh, that's so, so cool. Yeah, it was a really good like little program thing. It's basically it's like a it's like Instagram in real life. <laughs> people yeah. can write writing comments your name's not attached to it uh but like yeah especially with the gravity falls part it's like you can sort of figure out who did this <laughs> but uh yeah they'd be I think I was like number 17 they're like oh number 17 I really liked how you use colors I really like like and some of them for like were from like little fifth graders they're like you know I like how you made it look just like gravity falls I'm like that's me <laughs> um I remember I made a lot of fan art due to like one uh there was one episode that really like like you know it was very important to the uh development of the show it like changed everything and answered some questions we had like you know had about it I drew because that episode was like intense so uh, I drew a lot of stuff from there because it was really exciting um and that got me a lot of attention I remember I drew the uh gravity falls characters with harry potter like i still have that one basically it's just uh it helped me practice my skills of drawing i remember i when i was doing one of the uh fan arts it taught me shading like you know how to use good shading at all <laughs> um and i thought that really made my art like you know stand out and like be different <laughs> Uh, I gave them away because I was embarrassed of how bad they looked. But some of my first pieces were, uh, like, I made drawings of the characters. And then around them, I wrote some of their best quotes. I don't know why I got rid of them. I guess I just I just didn't want to look at them anymore. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I know. I think the fan art started in sixth grade, which is when I was starting to, like, you know, become less depressed <laughs> as a person. Um, but... Yeah, it was just, you know, it was, it was, at least in my opinion, it was good for me. And like, you know, it was it's like, oh, were you obsessed? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I found it to be really cool. I wanted to be just like one of the main characters, Mabel. Uh, she like, uh, she was very unapologetic with how she looked and stuff. And it was just, you know, very outgoing, no matter what people thought of her. And I'm, I like relate to, or not relate, I wanted to be that a lot. Uh, so, yeah, it it just helped after, you know, like, fifth grade, a year of, uh, or not a year, but, like, half a year, basically being told, like, hey, you know, you're different, don't have friends, and you only have friends if you're, like, cool, <laughs> or, like, we'll only pay attention to you if you talk about interesting things, uh, but, yeah, that's basically, you know, that's, I didn't want to get too much into how, like, you know, all the stuff I knew about the show and stuff, but, Basically, it helped me throughout middle school because up until it ended, which I think it it ended in 2012, um, which I was in, I don't know what grade I was in, <laughs> or no, it started in 2012 and 2016, excuse me. Um, but uh, like up until like the very last episode and even going on from there, it's just, you know, it, it even though I don't think about much now, it really helped me become who I am. So that that's basically just my little tangent. <laughs> cool. Uh, and what was what's really interesting about that is you got you got a lot of recognition for your art, and it reminded me of my biggest middle school accomplishment, 
which was I won the spelling bee in seventh grade, Ooh. the school-wide spelling bee, and I went to a county one and miserably failed. That's beside the point. But I felt really, really cool because mm-hmm. people were telling me congratulations all day. And like the way that my parents kind of gave me uh, affection as a child was through verbal praise. And so I was like, wow, people make them smart. That's great. <laughs> this means I'm worthy as a person exactly exactly like that's kind of what i thought uh which is another thing in in middle school um Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i don't know where i don't know where to take that but yeah 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 um i remember in middle school like you there are some times where it's just i don't think about it uh, too much because like I'm old now <laughs> but there are some things where it's like I don't think I re- realized how much they like really showed who I was I remember in fifth grade even though I you know didn't really have friends uh, at least and you know I was still especially during that time my uh, my best friend she moved because her dad was in the military uh, she moved when I was um like in second grade, which you know, it's, it was a couple of years ago, but at the same time, it's just I was still not really finding, still haven't found anyone to uh, replace her. Uh, and sort of just someone like we wrote letters and stuff, but someone who got me. So, uh, even like I couldn't find a foothold on a friend, but I still could find footholds in like things I did. Like, I, you know. I didn't really like it that much in fifth grade, but I still had orchestra that I did um, and clubs. Uh, My favorite club was uh, like nature club. Like we went outside. (laughs) Um, Like we went outside, we went in the creek. I like scooped up fish, like that sort of thing. And that still plays into who I am today. I really like exploring, going outdoors. And I did a lot of that during the uh, pandemic. And, you know, it just, you know, I, I was wearing my little score in like my little cowgirl boots and I would just love getting like, you know, down and dirty <laughs> in, in the, in the nature. <laughs> hell yeah. Um, hell yeah. And that was just sort cause I didn't really have too much stuff like that around my own house. I had a pretty like clean backyard, but it was nice to just sort of be able to express myself and be like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just stand in the water <laughs> No one can stop me. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah. Speaking of middle school, which was a nightmare, <laughs> I had sleep paralysis recently and I wanted to talk about it. Well, you can continue. Okay. So, <laughs> it, what happened was that it started out obviously, it's, it's a dream. You're dreaming, but like you're awake. That's the whole, um, but you're paralyzed. Obviously, because you're sleeping. Paralysis. Yeah. I think there's a certain hormone that does that. It keeps you from moving while you're sleeping and acting out your dreams. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes there's an imbalance of that versus when you're becoming conscious again. And that's what causes sleep paralysis. Yeah. And I've ne- like with all my weird dreams, I've never experienced this before. <laughs> it was it was pretty scary. So. Understandably um, so. I was not in my own dorm that I have now, but it looked like my friend's dorm that I saw a couple weeks ago. And so it was the middle of the night. My room was dark. I was alone in my room, but I was on the phone with somebody. 
and there was a creature sitting on the floor at the foot of my bed, just kind of staring straight ahead. It was kind of a mummy-looking creature, um, wrapped in bandages or white cloth, and sort of like plaster texture, almost, it looked like. Mm. And uh, where the eyes would be were two huge black voids about the size of a grapefruit. Um, That's what I wrote down. (laughs) Um, And no nose or mouth. Uh, And I... I think this was like a TikTok thing. Like other people saw this thing and if you started filming it, it was supposed to look at you. And so I'm on the phone with this person and I'm like, okay, I'm going to try it out. And so it worked and it looked at me and I obviously like that thing was terrifying. And like, I started screaming in the, why would you want it to look at you? What does that accomplish? I don't know. I seem like, like a stupid, it's like a, it's a vine. I don't know what show it's from, uh, but it's this guy on night vision camera saying like, hey, "What's up, demons? It's me, your boy." Oh, that's that is, that's the unsolved uh, Shane. Okay, that's that's the energy that I had in that dream, which I would never in real life. But that was kind of like I was kind of like see this grapefruit paralysis demon. It's like, "What's up? It's me, your boy." <laughs> I didn't actually, yeah. But that was my that was my attitude towards this thing. But then it looked at me and I started screaming in the dream and I was sort of transported back to my bed. So I was laying down on my back in bed trying to get out, obviously, because this is like scary. And I continued screaming or heard a disembodied voice doing so. But I struggled for a while. It felt like my limbs were pinned down. Sometimes it happens like that for people where their limbs are pinned down or they feel like that, or sometimes it's like a weight on their chest. But for me, it was the the former. And uh, eventually I did get out, but it took a while. It took a few minutes. And mm-hmm. I left that spot. I have notes. Um, yeah, I was fighting for a few minutes. I ran out to get my RA, who it turned out in the dream was a girl I didn't like from high school. <laughs> so I was like, of there's course. something in my room. You need to help me. And she was like, she didn't really care. She didn't care about me. But there were other people in the hall and they were trying to like comfort me and cheer me up and stuff. And that's like, what I was. Don't worry up. about it. It's just sleep paralysis demons. You know how they can be. <laughs> and then I woke up at home. Of course. How else? Yeah. I don't think I've particularly had any like uh dreams like that with like some sort of terrifying demon. Um I know some friends I uh, I bleh like yourself some friends of mine have uh but personally it's like you know uh i'll either have like these fantastical dreams where it's like you know i'm in some world weirs i always buffs. want to be in uh what the weirs bus the weirs bus my dream <laughs> um but it'll never be like like oh my gosh i can't sleep anymore I used to, it wasn't even a dream. I started, uh, speaking of like a little bit of horror and stuff. Um, when I was younger, I really liked getting into, uh, the like horror game playthroughs by like famous YouTubers, like PewDiePie and stuff. Um, I would watch those instead of horror movies because it felt like you're watching a horror movie with someone making commentary. Um, and one of the games he played, I think it was called The Last of Us. No, it was called Until Dawn. It was terrifying is what it was 
Um, but there's this one part with like a psychiatrist where you would like pick like, or are you more afraid of like, uh, like clowns or bugs or something? And if you pick clowns, then later in the game, uh, you'd see like, you know, horrifying stuff. <laughs> and there was this one clown. Welcome back to two pink clowns. Talking about clown drama. <laughs> Welcome back to two pink clowns. This is clown drama. Um, but for a while for no reason whatsoever uh i would have this like fear that if i closed my eyes in the shower i would open them and that like terrifying clown murderer would be in my shower which wasn't even that big by the way he could not fit in there um and also in the game he wasn't even in a shower (laughs) he was just hanging out somewhere but for some reason i'm like as soon as i let my guard down the shower he's gonna come Uh, but, yeah, that didn't happen, by the way, (laughs) and eventually I got over it, um, but, uh, yeah, it was just a weird time. (laughs) Yeah, my brother, um, had a similar phase, I think maybe still does, but he, in, like, fifth grade even, would be watching a lot of Five Nights at Freddy's playthroughs. And it would really affect him going to sleep, which was interesting. But, like, he never stopped watching it. Oh, yeah, of course. You're like, I'm terrified and this scars me. Am I going to stop? No. Like, that was me as well. And you can hear me all right, right? Yeah. Yeah, I just plugged in my phone. Um... Also, is it just me, or does this podcast seem, like, infinitely long, even though it's not, it hasn't been that long yet? I think it's because I have the time limit of, it, like, at 3.30, 3.35, I have to, you know, skedaddle. <laughs> um, which, like I okay. said, we can record, if you're free, we can like, record uh, a, a little bit more. Can, yeah, we can have a short episode if we want, but, like... That's true. But, but we, yeah, we could do that, unless we're missing a big topic or wanted to add stories you know and something Depends. happens at dance like oh my god there was a snake we have to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah did you ever uh also what was like this has to do with like middle school in my opinion what was your relationship with youtube at the time because i got into a lot of uh like doll videos like a uh, barbie doll sort of like they would there was a DIY channel I really like where they would like make clothes and like houses and stuff for the dolls and it looked like so it looked really professional but it was just made out of like paper and tubes. <laughs> uh and they would do like, like give giveaways and stuff. Continue. Yeah. So like what kind of videos I watched. Yeah, your brother's busy watching Five Nights at Freddy's. What yeah, you I wouldn't do that. I got very outfit. into like lifestyle DIY YouTube. Like, I would watch a lot of those life hack videos, even though everybody recycled the same ones from Pinterest. Like, yeah. that was my version of, like, I got to gather all this information. Because I think I've mentioned before that, for me, I view the internet as just, like, a, a way to get information if I want to learn about anything, you know? Like, I save a lot of screenshots from Instagram of little facts that I find useful or astrology posts. <laughs> you, know, you don't have to screenshot them, right? You can, there's a button. I know, can... I know. Yeah, I but I still do. Yeah, I've made little folders and stuff. Um, yeah, I totally understand. What I loved when I was a kid, it's not even, I don't know if there was a ton of them, 
but there would be these girls and I don't even know if they were in high school anymore they were sort of like young adults and they would do like the back to school essentials and like you know Christmas yes. stuff. yes that that was what I watched yeah <laughs> but it was weird like it was only really a summer thing for a while like mm-hmm. after the summer and like I would watch all those videos in the summer just because I was bored and then I would like go back to being normal and not really watch them anymore I don't know I just it was really it. weird I don't even there are some parts of videos where it's like oh I would love to do that or like you know stuff like that but on the other side it's just I love the vibes of this video this gives me comfort vibes this is my comfort video <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, oh I also got in uh, like my first introduction to YouTube creators was Lily Singh yeah and you know actually I'm really stupid not to cut you off you know how Lily Singh I, I was a baby with object permanence issues I guess Lily Singh did this bit where like uh, she would dress up poorly to as her parents <laughs> yes uh, I thought those were actually her parents oh my um, god I don't know what was wrong with me I wasn't even like a baby could figure that out <laughs> I was like 12 and you know the reason why I discovered this? That they weren't her real parents or separate people? <laughs> it's really stupid. <laughs> she had an episode. It was like a Christmas episode. And she was complaining to, you know, her parents here. Just her and like a mustache. And like, <laughs> uh, she was complaining to them. And she's just like, oh my gosh, guys, I just wish I had like, you know, better parents or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, it was like a Christmas message episode. And at the end of the episode, it showed her real parents. Like, you know, these people who weren't just clones of her with a mustache. (laughs) And I remember my first thought wasn't, oh, oh, those are those are her actual parents. I'm stupid. My first thought is, wow, she's really insulting her parents by hiring these actors to play her better parents that was my first thought (laughs) my first thought wasn't oh maybe her and a mustache maybe that's not her dad (laughs) um but yeah continue so you know you watched a bit lily sing yeah this also ties into like one of our other topics for today but um i found at least a couple creators or like artists musical artists too um while I was in middle school that later came out as bi and I was like wait a minute (laughs) like Lily Singh Lily Singh is bi uh Kay Flay who I was really obsessed with is bi Mm -hmm. so like and like there's Brendan Urie who came out as pan a few years ago (laughs) so I'm like wait wait a minute who are you Um, wait a minute how'd this happen but like and at the same time I at the end of eighth grade, we all had this realization that three out of six of the girls in our original friend group were queer in some way. Uh-oh. And so, like, we, it's so strange how the gays find each other. <laughs> it is so weird to me, but, like, I just managed to, you know, find people. Yeah, I, I get that. Um, oh, my God, I think you're my only bi friend. <laughs> really? Yeah. I wouldn't think so. No, no. Um, well, I feel like if, if I have any friends on the who are listening to this who are buying, they're like, Faith, come on. It's like, I just forgot. <laughs> but no, I have a friend uh, who's uh, asexual. I remember that was a, 
uh, I remember having a really deep talk with this friend. We went out somewhere and honestly, it felt like it could have been like a coming of age movie because it was like snowing outside. Uh, and we were just, it was just the two of us. And we were really talking about like, you know, our like, sexualities and just like, you know, uh, how it affected us and like when we like found out and just like being really open in a way we hadn't before. Um, and of course the pandemic ha- happened not too long after that, but uh, <laughs> and we sort of got out of touch. But I just remember it being like a like an interesting conversation because like they told me about like their own experience and like you know they're like yeah I'm not really it's like not into anyone <laughs> and I'm like I I found myself into both <laughs> we are opposite people. Uh, but we were, like, comfortable enough to just be like, hey, this is what I've gone through. And I feel like those are really important conversations to have uh, with your friends, uh, especially if you're close. Because if it turns out that, you know, people you're close to, they're not accepting, it's just like, well, then how well do they really know you, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess we could unpack that <laughs> right now. <laughs> the... um the realization of these feelings oh yeah because that's a middle school thing actually no for me it was a high school thing but the signs were obvious in middle school (laughs) (laughs) no it was like a middle school thing for me I didn't like there were moments uh I guess we could count fifth grade as middle school because you counted it do you is fifth grade considered middle school in your district well, yeah, that's why I kept saying it. Okay. It goes. That's what I assumed. K uh, four, no, ours starts at eighth grade. And the rest. <laughs> uh, but what did you say? Ours starts at sixth grade, so that yes. was my point of reference. But I remember, um, I think I had a crush on this girl, the girl that was like very athletic, um, kind of like dressed very simply, like you know the fifth grade girl style with like justice, the popularity of that, and like the bright colors. But she dressed kind of like minimalist more and was kind of a tomboy. And so mm. I was like, ooh. <laughs> ooh, you did. And like, I didn't notice it, but I had a dream where I was like watching a movie with her and like a couple other people who were in my class that year. And I just like, she said something and I just gave her like a big hug and kind of like laid on her shoulder. And I told somebody in class this and she was like, that's weird. And I'm like, no, I, I, I said like oh it just made me really want to be her friend red flag uh-huh. <laughs> friend and so that was like my first that was where I pinpoint like the first signs and uh not really anything for the next couple years because I was heavily repressing and trying to be a perfectionist and mm-hmm. then in eighth grade um I had this I went to this sleepover for my friend's birthday in like February and uh and like there was this one girl there that I just like felt very nervous around and I just couldn't explain it I was like oh I just think she's really cool I really want to be her friend again and so like obviously not true (laughs) Mm -hmm. and then like it started to become more apparent to me um I got closer with a with a friend of mine at dance who I had known for years and years beforehand. Me? And no. That, <laughs> no, not you. <laughs> uh, but that was like, that wasn't in the picture at that point in February. But I remember right before we went on spring break, um, 
or no, maybe it was right after. I don't remember. Um, I was in a class with the same girl who was at that sleepover, but I didn't see her for like a day because yeah. I was abs. I either I was absent or I was leaving early for a trip or something, and uh, and my friend mentioned in my gym class like, oh, she got a haircut and now it's like really short but long on the top. And I was like, oh, I bet that looks really good on her. And she kind of gave me a look like, uh, I was like, no, I don't mean it like that. I mean, in like the gay way, like maybe if she's into that, but no. It was like, I just like fashion. (laughs) But like, it was also a a kind of a joke in our friend group, like that me and this one girl were gay for each other. We weren't. She was actually like very toxic. Oh. Uh, (laughs) But it was kind of a joke that we all shipped each other with different people. And so mm-hmm. uh, and so that became a thing. It was like, I'm not gay. We were gay. <laughs> Three of us were. <laughs> um, but it was kind of, it was weird. It, it reminds me of like, kind of what you see with some guys, like, like no homo. I think we even like use that frequently, that phrase. And we were just like, I'm not gay. I'm not gay. Um, I'm not gay. Not unless you want <laughs> <laughs> that um that vine. <laughs> uh, what else, where was I? Gay, gay. So now we're in like April, and this relationship with my friend from dance was kind of escalating, very playful, very much like looking after each other's mental health and stuff like that. Um, and I became very dependent on her, and. At the spring show, uh, this was the peak of gay. <laughs> At the spring show, she gave me a necklace that um, had like a rectangular charm that said us against the world. And that was like peak and like, it just showed to me that she really cared about me basically. And, uh, and like that night, because <laughs> also really my sweet. friend, some of my friends came to see me and like came backstage for a second and so I was there with my friend we were kind of just like bantering and stuff and my one of my friends was like I ship you guys so much and uh after the show I think um I think one of my friends checked in with me and was like or that friend said uh I just want you to know like I didn't really mean that if I didn't I didn't really mean I ship you guys if that's not what's happening that makes you uncomfortable yeah. and I yeah exactly or like or maybe I, I think I asked her in the typical middle school way like did you mean that like are you serious about that and she and then she said like well I, if it's not if it's not what you see then it doesn't have to mean anything or something along those lines like I don't want you to be offended mm-hmm. but I was like actually I think the same way and she mm-hmm. like freaked out and that was like that was the first time I came out to somebody <laughs> Yeah, like, I actually, never... I do like her. She sounds pretty cool. And um, so, like, that was, I think it happened on a Friday night, the show. And then the next Monday, my friends and I had this, like, Google document that we all shared where we could, like, write stuff about our day. It was my idea. <laughs> we could write stuff about our day. And so one morning I walk into homeroom and one of my other friends was like, you need to check the document right now. And so uh, she wrote that she was pan on the document. And I was like, 
obviously excited like I was like that's so Good cool and so then that kind of then that made me feel comfortable a couple hours later being like yeah I'm fine <laughs> I like this girl that I dance with <laughs> and uh and then later that day even an- the the third came out to me and so I kind of just like ended up telling all my friends and that was that <laughs> And then I went home. Um, so my gay realization happened when I was, uh, I was texting my boyfriend back and forth, and I had said something to him, and I'm like, yeah, I've had this fancy that's like this. And he's like, that's it. That's it. He's <laughs> like, that's pretty gay. I'm like, what do you? Mean? The straightest thing someone could do is like a woman in that way. And he's like, if you're a guy, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Uh, but um, is yeah. that like early in high school? Uh, junior year, I think. Was, oh, yeah, yeah. It's after you met me. <laughs> yeah, I was just talking to him, and he's like, "Yeah, faith." I'm like, "You've never thought about a guy like that." He's like, "No, not at all." <laughs> I'm like, "Huh? All right." what does this mean? I had a whole day of it. I, I'm i like, I might be bi. I made a painting. <laughs> <laughs> and I was using just like pink, blue, and purple because I was following a Bob Ross tutorial. It was, it was a, it must have been quarantine by that time because of Bob Ross tutorials. Uh, or no, it was, no, it was before then because I got into this thing. Can you still hear me? Yes. Okay, I got into this thing where I did like a Bob Ross tutorial before I went into school to just sort of start off the day creatively. No idea why. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. So I'm like, huh, I I think I'm bi. And I like, I think I, we can add that actually to the Instagram. I have a picture of me with like a streak of like blue and pink on my hand. I'm like, oh my God, it's a sign. <laughs> um. I don't know what to put as my, like, <laughs> yeah, putting on the Instagram something that indicates we're gay. I don't know about me. I'm just going to put Maybe the it's just... word gay in Comic Sans. <laughs> Maybe it's just the same picture again. Oh, or um, me with the fan, with the, the rainbow fan. Yeah, no, it's just in, like, in, like, middle school and stuff. Uh, I'm like, don't we all have to physically tell our brains to look away when we see titties on TV? <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean that's not something everyone has to tell themselves every day? <laughs> uh, and it's like, what do you mean in scenes like that? It's not normal to only be looking at the woman. Like, what the? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, and from that, you're just like, ah, oh, Faith, you're a lesbian. No. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, like, I found a guy. I latched onto him for a decade. <laughs> Yeah, like those feelings are still very real. Yeah, it's you know it's different for both ways, and I've said this before. It's like I don't know if I can imagine myself dating a woman, but then again, I can't imagine myself dating anyone else other than my boyfriend. So. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Like I, from tradition, envision myself marrying a man, but like I could. It's like if I a could. girl swept me off my feet. I suppose there's nothing I could do about it. <laughs> Yeah, 
Uh, but it would have to be, it's like either way, it's like you have to meet the right like person too. So <laughs> exactly. And like from my trauma associated with middle school and uh, losing the friendship, like because she went to Catholic boarding school and had no way of contacting me. And so I was heartbroken. Uh-oh. That's the fun. That's the fun way that ended. And so from that trauma of having that relationship ripped away from me and also from the awful things I went through with my friends in middle school and high school like that that same friend group kind of like we were growing out of each other and it just like did not it did not end well (laughs) and uh and so with all the experiences of that it's like women don't like me but maybe they do (laughs) put that on a shirt (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> that's our merch. If we ever make shirts, that's just going to be the shirt. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're going to have a buy theme shirt that says, gotta look away from the titties on TV. <laughs> That'd be so funny. I'll design it tonight. people would buy that? <laughs> yes. I would. <laughs> hell yeah (laughs) to further emphasize the point (laughs) on the back it just says slut for Jesus (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but I love how this unintentionally became the gay episode aw man I wasn't expecting it to become the gay episode but it is Hi, gay. Yeah, should maybe we should call it Hi, gay middle school episode in parentheses, or do we still want to keep the John Mulaney? We'll see. We'll see how we feel in a week when yeah. I get home and I'm like, "Hey, you gotta upload," hey. and I'll be like, "I gotta update the Instagram." Then I don't. And then I didn't. I still haven't. I still have two own Wilson clips to film. Bro, I've made zero. You're fine. Yeah, I wanted to do one where I was, like, getting out of bed, so that might be a project for as soon as I get off this call. Nice. Nice. Um, but, yeah, besides gay, <laughs> what are, like, what other things do we have in mind that affected us in middle school? Uh, um... I mean, there's the teachers. We had an episode where we talked about teachers, but I think it was mostly high school teachers. Middle like, school teachers didn't really leave too much of an impact on me, except for the English teachers. English teachers are usually all right. Yeah, my English teachers were usually pretty good. One of them uh, was pretty tough grader, mm-hmm. but I got past it. I had one, uh, one English teacher. Uh, she was super nice. Um she literally like practically wrote our essays for us and she really liked me so that was a plus <laughs> um i'd probably go into her for like uh wild but she had this club called literature through film club where we just watch movies that were based off of books sometimes we would just watch movies <laughs> uh, <laughs> she would feed us it was a really uh, yeah the giant skittle yeah should have taken a picture of that <laughs> 
It was horrifying. Be, it was my greatest creation. It's my son. And my hate. <laughs> uh, but that was one of the... Uh, there's, like, some parts of um, time growing up where I had, um, like, I want to say, like, oh, a safe space. Because that seems, like, drastic. But it's, like, little pockets of life that just felt like, you know, it's like, this is a really fun place to go and to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and once it ended, it, like, you know, it's not like, oh, it's so sad. It's, like, that just brings a lot of nostalgia for me, you know? Like, like stuff like going to the libraries or being in any school library. Uh, <laughs> just, just, like, stuff like that. I, I don't know why that reminded me of this, but band. I was in middle school wind you ensemble, which was the good group. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was very fun. The first year, there were two eighth graders and three seventh graders, including me, in the, ba- in the trombone section. And so the two older girls gave us like a, a nickname, a collective nickname. So we were the dumplings. And we had numbers. I was dumpling, too. And so... <laughs> Yep, I don't know. And um, what else? I did, yeah, I did some all counties when I was in middle school. And we would compete in this thing, in this competition that would be like, it would be at a school in the area in Pennsylvania. And then the announcements of the award ceremony would be at Dorney Park. So. Nice. They'd take a bus of kids down at 4 a.m. from the middle school to Dorney Park, or no, to the school. We'd perform, and it was also a combined trip with the select chorus, which was like the high-level chorus group. I was so, in select chorus. Continue. Yeah, so we, like the band kids would perform, and then they'd drive somewhere else, and the chorus kids would perform, and then they'd drive to Dorney Park. But what my family did is we have... Uh, relatives in the area and so we'd go down the night before the competition spend the night at their house and then not have to get up at 4 a.m maybe get up at 7 a.m to go meet them at the same school and then we'd go to Dorney Park early because we wouldn't have to watch the chorus performance and uh my friend Kelly didn't have many friends in like who were also on the trip, so we kind of just stole her from her group mm-hmm. and brought brought her back at the end of the day when oh. we were leaving. But um, we stole her and just like kept her for the day, <laughs> of just because we we're like, "You're mine now. Let's go. You're my friend now. We're gonna get soft tacos later." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that was that was a really fun part of middle school. That was like one of my high points, I think. Yeah, the orchestra. Along with the spelling bee. <laughs> I didn't really have that much a connection to the orchestra, but I remember the early days of select chorus that I was in, because like I sing sometimes. <laughs> uh, but those were, I I in middle school and elementary school, not really high school. I loved going on like trips uh, that had to do with the school. Uh, I think it had to do with me not getting out much, <laughs> which sounds like valid though. Um, but I loved when it's like we would go on little field trips to like you know sing at different places. We sang at like a nursing home type place. We like we caroled there. Um, I was a little line leader. 
we sang at Stewart Airport for like the World War II veterans. Uh, yeah, just like little stuff like that. My teacher, she was, she definitely shouldn't have been a teacher. <laughs> like who allowed her here? Uh, but she was like no nonsense. Uh, very, or at least my first like course teacher. Uh, she. I remember she said, I will tell you guys the truth anytime you ask. And one person, one of the kids, you know, is a smart ass. <laughs> They're like, where do babies come from? And she's like, you know, all right. And the woman that has eggs, the baby have it. <laughs> Miss, oh. I'm in fifth grade. <laughs> Ma'am. Ma'am. What if I didn't know that already? <laughs> um, but yeah, she was very, she was very fun. Uh, once... Uh, select my select course people know this none of them I think listen uh, there, we did a, you know the Mariah is it Mariah Carey? No it's uh, what, how does the song go? I don't know what you're I don't know what that is <laughs> Uh, anyways, we did some song. Coldplay? <laughs> Not Coldplay. Oh, okay. Um, That's all I was getting from the, no. the, from the few notes. I give you two notes. I'm like, Caitlin, how dare you not know this song? <laughs> but he's half alive. <laughs> uh, oh, all about that bass. But we made it about music. Oh. It was like music related. Okay. Also, I don't even know if I was singing all about that bass. <laughs> No, I wasn't. But <laughs> uh, anyways, so yeah, it was all about that bass, but it had to do with like music notes and like music related things. Uh, and... Because otherwise, it was about sex. <laughs> Which Mrs. Ransbaum would have been like fine, uh, but no. <laughs> so, so the concert came, and there was a part of the song which I guess none of us rehearsed enough, because there was just this sort of murmur. And mostly silence for too many <laughs> verses. <laughs> oh, no, like the whole, like of the entire song. Like you didn't Not rehearse the entire, the entire song. song. The I think the beginning was fine. Just when we got to the middle, it was like it's all that. That's like, great. At the end, That's... she's like, "Guys, you can't all be mouthing the word watermelon." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what happened in like. I did SMI chorus. So yeah. there's this summer camp in the summer for people who are not aware. I probably have explained this before, but it's not really a full summer camp. It's two hours, four weekdays for two weeks. And <clears throat> you can be in two groups. There's an orchestra, there's a concert band, and there's a chorus. And they're both at different levels. So like fourth through sixth grade, Mm, no fourth through seventh graders are in like the intermediate groups and then there's the senior groups which is everybody who's older up through mm-hmm. high school and uh in in both of them but mostly in the high school group we didn't know the words as well as we probably should have and so there were a couple times where we somebody like a couple people sang the wrong version of the verse like they sang the second verse when it should have been the first, but it was like in the same spot on the music. Ah, and so yeah. then they'd be like, they'd kind of peter out and the, 
and the people who knew what they were doing would take over. <laughs> but it was like it it happens like that sometimes because it's hard to memorize music when you're there for an hour. We're there for eight hours total, and like like they're working on other stuff too. Yeah, like we we would uh, perform like four songs. Power so move. There was a lot of stuff to memorize. Power move by me in the eighth grade, I think it was. Uh, I had a summer camp thing the same week as the uh, spring concert, and I'm going to summer camp, bro. I'm not. <laughs> um, I don't care about school. Uh, but I didn't tell my teacher till like one week before, and she wasn't happy about that. Uh, but the problem was, I was like, I, I like being a soprano more than an alto, but I'm good with music enough that I was like the strongest alto. So at the same time, it's like, all right, I'm the only one who actually reads the music and knows what they're doing. But I'm mad that I was placed as an alto, so I'm out. <laughs> I can't read treble clef, so I was pretty much useless. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's just I learn. I learned my parts by ear. Oh, a hundred percent. I understand that. Honestly, uh, I've been asked before why I didn't do like chorus in high school. I don't know. Just those last couple of years after my original chorus teacher left, I just I just didn't like it. Like choir teachers sometimes tend to have this power hungry mentality. At least in my experience. Yeah. I agree with that. We had uh, we had a chorus teacher switch, switch a couple of years ago. The guy retired, and he was everybody's favorite. Such a sweet guy. Also a trombone player, actually. He did one of our lessons when he was subbing for the school like a year later. But um, but the guy they brought in was from the middle school. Like He used to be the sixth grade chorus teacher, and everybody did not like him. And I see why, because I, like, sat in the room during one of their rehearsals, and I was like, why is he doing this stuff? This makes no sense. Um, what else? It reminded me of something else. I don't... It's oh, it was with, with the parts, the soprano alto stuff. I was a soprano up until, I think, uh, uh, 10th grade. Mm-hmm. Or, like, not 10th grade, because my voice dropped. Like, I was... I, um... <clears throat> I'm not good at talking today. I sang soprano, and then the next year, my voice had dropped a bit. And I couldn't sing the high notes as well. And we did, also did Bohemian Rhapsody. So, like... Needed to it was, it was not a good song. situation. It was not a good situation for me, who was, like developing this husky voice as you guys can tell <laughs> and uh and so the next next year I was like I'm an alto this is this is what I do now and honestly I could probably even sing tenor because yes. I've just kind of like conditioned my voice like that through my emo phase trying to sing like Brendan Urie don't we all among others <laughs> but you know uh-huh. Yeah, every time I sing a Panic song now, I'm like, wow, my voice range is perfect for this. We did, we actually, we did a school-related version of Bohemian Rhapsody. I can't tell you oh how it went. Oh my god. Read a Why book, they... read a book, or go buy the movie <laughs> on Fandango. Why did they feel the need to make everything different? Why can't you just have the song? Why not, Caitlin? Not we sang the regular Bohemian Rhapsody and the strange version. <laughs> Uh, 
I remember all the good older soprano girls, they were able to sing for me that note. I yeah. really wanted to I had, do that. I had, I had to try, and then I, I just not. didn't do it. And, like, the only reason my friend stayed in that camp was because I was there, but we were on opposite sides of the chorus because we were just, like, <laughs> we, because I was like, Haley, I'm sorry, I gotta be an alto now. <laughs> but she was still a soprano. Sorry, you can't sit with us. <laughs> sorry, I'm a man. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Anyways, uh, I feel like it's been a lot of talk about middle school. You think we should wrap yeah, it up we, today? Yeah, I think we're good. I think we might even be 15 minutes over, but that's fine. We'll see. All right. So it has been Two Pink Clowns. Go follow us on Instagram at Two Pink Clowns. We clown in. <laughs> we clown in. <laughs> <laughs>